You're going to only say one thing. I just wanted to say today we are brought to you by Carter Lumber. Carter Lumber is a trucking company looking for Class A, Class B, and non-CDL drivers with him. Yes, they are. And they will even take a student fresh mm-hmm. out of school and make you a local home everyday driver. If you're looking to be home every single day, go to carterlumber.com forward slash TalkCDL. Fill out the little three-second pamphlet and tell them TalkCDL sent you over there and get off the road today if you're looking to be home every day. Ruth Ann, we are also brought to you by DriveWise, and it's spelled how? D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. That's right, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z. Z-E. What we really would like you to do today is go to the App Store and download the DriveWise app and start bypassing the scale house if you don't have the ability to do so. If you're a small trucking company and you want to hire more drivers, get this app today. Drivers love the DriveWise app. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. And Ruth and we are also brought to you by National Carriers. NCI, National Carrier. NCI out of Texas. They're looking for lease drivers, company drivers, student drivers, regional and over-the-road drivers, and National Carriers is located in a warm state of Dallas, Texas. So give them a call today at 888-311-7076. Talk to a recruiter and tell them TalkCDL sent you. That's 888-311-7076. Guys and gals, go ahead and check out our sponsors, and welcome to the show, Ruth well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You know, we have something else that we'd like to say. What's that? This is the last podcast for the year. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's our last podcast. All the no, time. for the year. Oh, for, for the, the year. year. Okay. Just the year. Yeah. You still get us. Yeah, for the year. We are technically, what's today? What's the date? The 30th of January. We're in the studio here. Recording the last, you know, Ruthann, I was going to do like a podcast and just kind of reflect back at the year. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, nah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a crappy year for a lot of drivers. <laughs> you know, it's, this was the year, and I want to tell you the big, uh, for the drivers now, you know, there's a lot of big things that happen in trucking, but you know, our main focus is the drivers, you know that. Mm-hmm. And really what, what happened to the drivers this year was and this is what I and I don't want to remind them of this, but it was the end of the good rates. It was the end of the good money. I mean, I'm serious. This, um, up till I think June or August of 2022, um, truck drivers were making some serious change. For real, remember they were doing lease purchase. The rates were high. The fuel was down, mm-hmm. and I'm serious. These guys were bringing home serious a a. A two to three thousand dollar week was a low week for a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. and you know some of these guys that were over the road, and 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 I mean freight was so good. Most a lot of truckers were dispatching themselves. They were dispatching themselves. They were bringing home super money. They were running in areas they wanted to run, and then all of a sudden, and the the fuel went through the roof. But more importantly, the rates took a super dive down into the cellar. Right, they did. They they. The people got greedy again. Well, not the drivers, right? Well, we explained it before. No, the drivers didn't. What happened was, and again, I, you know, I'm not going to get really dive too deep into this because I don't want this to be a depressing, you know, uh, podcast for drivers. But 
realistically, everybody went back to work, mm-hmm. you know, that were sitting at home and it flooded the market with truckers. And guess what? With the shortages and the assembly lines being down in a lot of uh, industries, the, uh, you know, there wasn't enough freight. Mix that with the truckers coming back. Rates went down and brokers, you know, did what brokers do. And now here we are and drivers are not making what they're making. But that was, that's why I don't want to really. That's last year almost. That's it. That's, that's guys. That's you, it. We're moving on. Thank you, Ruth. And you guys, <laughs> in two days, you're going to say, you know what? That That's last year. Yeah, let's, let's go forward. Screw that. Yeah. And, and, and don't forget to remind these people, Ruth, that um, we are going to be live New Year's like we do every year. We go on, yeah, you know, for a few minutes, maybe 15 minutes, five minutes, whatever. Depends on how tired I am. <laughs> yeah. Depends on really a lot. But bottom line is we want to come on and, and say hey to everybody, you know. And we'd rather, like I said, be talking to you guys than watching the stupid ball go down. I'm just not... We don't watch the ball, really. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing. I think dealing. we catch the ball at like the last five seconds. Yeah. But, hey, bottom line, and, and our and our... 15-year-old daughter's going to have a little New Year's party. Yeah. And uh, have a few of her friends over. Yeah. So. You'll probably hear them. <laughs> but so, guys, we are looking forward to the new year with you guys mm-hmm. and gals. And we are really hoping that the new year is going to be a more, a, a better year for everybody mm-hmm. all the way around. And I don't yeah. mean just money-wise. I mean every, every way. I hope everybody's happier. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody's, you know, all you new truckers out there, I hope if this is going to be your first year coming 2023, hopefully you'll come in and, and be a safe driver and uh, get a CB. Anyways. Do you hear how he slid, get a CB in there? Oh, yeah. I, I slide that in all the time on these guys. Get a CB. You know, honestly. I, it's important. Well, I, I don't mean to push it down. Or, well, I do mean to push it down their throats, um, you know, with the amount of pileups over the last five, six years, uh, it's gotten really out of hand and most of them could have been prevented, um, not just by driving safe, by knowing what mm-hmm. was ahead. Okay. Anyways, moving on. I don't want to, I don't want the last one, me, me bitching at everybody. <laughs> the last podcast. Um, so what are you going to talk about? Oh, I don't know. I was, I was hunting today. <laughs> You know, gather he didn't say I got the deer. <laughs> and, and listen, you guys, you know we we talk mainly about trucking. That's our 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 shtick, you know. But um, I gotta I gotta say this because a lot of people don't. I mean, for all there's a lot of truckers that hunt and fish. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that any truckers carry their high powered rifle and and hit deer seasons all over the country. I, I really don't know that there's any that do that. I don't know. But I know there's Be a expensive. lot. I know there's a lot that carry their fishing pole. You know? And can you imagine this and I, and I don't mean to get off subject, but imagine driving a tractor trailer and you're a, you're a really adamant fisher, fisherman, right? Mm-hmm. And and you just look up lakes and ponds where you're going to be laid over. And you get an Uber or you hike to it, whatever. How cool would that be? Just yeah, if, be cool. if fishing is your thing, you know. But how 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 even more, like if you hauled a reefer and you had your rifle with you, pop a deer, skin them, put them right in the reefer, take them home. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, it would be cool. Can you imagine like CR England or 
National Carriers, one of our sponsors, saying, yeah, go ahead, Troy, shoot a deer and put it in the back of our truck. I'll put it right beside the Nestle's um, pallet right there. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Wrap it up and just set it on that Hershey's pallet. I don't think that would work. Would no, it? no, I don't think that yeah. would work. Yeah. I was one of my buddies that was hunting with me. He said, look, there's where I hit that deer and his grill was all busted up. You know, I said, you know, I would have been going to Walmart and getting coolers. The, the second I hit a deer, it's going home with me. But anyways. You got to make it worth it. I, I, you know, what I wanted to, I just want to just briefly tell somebody, I'm going to come back to trucking in, five, in 30 seconds. Okay. Most likely. <laughs> um, no, if you guys ever hunt in Florida, you drivers that like go all over the country, Florida is one of the worst hunting states there is. It, it, listen to the rules. Like you go anywhere else, First day lasts like a week to two weeks. You can hunt a buck and a doe sometimes. You can get more than one deer. In Florida, you got to know what county you live in, and they give you, like we're in Citrus County, you get two three-day hunts. You know, it does suck. In the beginning of December, we were allowed to go three days for buck, no doe, and then at the end, we just we just got three more days. It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. And like, and, and you're not allowed a deer, you're not allowed a spike. He's got to have two points on. This is ridiculous. But anyways, I thought I'd let everybody know, you know, right, right to DeSantis and, and well, actually, you know what? There's no changing the Florida hunting. You know why? Because every one of you son of a guns out there want to move here and there's less and less land all the time. So it's true. the hunting's horrible. The deer are small and the hunting's horrible. But anyways, moving on to trucking. <laughs> moving to on tru- to trucking. To trucking. To trucking. I was thinking about this the other day. I briefly mentioned this. You know, a lot of people carry their pets with them, their furry friends, the truckers, their little poodles, and their can you imagine chi- their chihuahuas. The truckers, if they would name their 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 dogs after like some of them do trucks. Yeah, some of them. Come on, Mac. I, get, I would be I would be willing KW, to bet. let's get going. I'll bet you the most popular name for a dog is Diesel. No. I'll bet it is. What, on the road? This is Diesel. Yeah, because every trucker is going to use the word Diesel. You, you know, I'll bet you I'll bet you more truckers have a, a dog named Diesel than any other name. No, I, I, I bet I, I bet they do. I don't know. Yeah. Let's hear your dog names. Yeah, send us your dog names. Imagine if we went back on the road and Dexter went with us. What's Dexter about a hundred pounds now? Yeah, you know the problem with Dexter, he eats everything. He does. The worst part is like if if we throw a dish towel in the laundry room and don't put it actually up in the sink, he eats the, he eats the towel. If we wipe the counter off, and some kind of a scent is on the towel, our dog eats it. And the worst part is then like a couple of days later, he's in the yard, and he has to poop the the uh, the towel out. And it's it has now become a because it broke down in his intestines. The towel now is like sometimes twenty feet long, and he's got that string just coming. <laughs> it's just the most stupid thing you ever want to see. A a a this big old brindle blue pit bull pooping out a towel hunched over for mm-hmm. you know. And he's thirteen now, so he hasn't learned. He's 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 literally. Has no, eaten he, a few towels this year. He has. I mean, I think he's getting somewhat better. He's he's managed to keep it more at a minimum of you know, socks, no, wash no. rags. No, he's eaten towels this year, too. So. No, he just rips them up. 
he if, likes you have him. A, if you have a problem dog in your cab, let let it right into us and let us know. We you remember that one company that we knew in Kansas City? Um, what were they called? Cook. Remember them? Mm-hmm. We used to hang out with them, and uh, I remember the uh, they had cut. Now I don't know. I don't I haven't talked to them people in a, a decade, but I remember the safety director telling me that they no longer had a pet policy. And the reason being is because the guy, one of the drivers had a Husky and he got mad at, he got mad at the company and he played fetch with the permit book and the dog just chewed up the permit book. And that was his present on the way out. So yeah, Dexter, Dexter would ruin a truck. He would, you know, he would, he would. Um, he's a good dog, but a bad dog. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a, a really good dog. He's just, uh, the only time he's bad is if you have some food near him. You know, can you imagine having to lift him in the cab? Ugh. I'm serious. That would He's too big. That would not be good. He's too big. He, he, you would need like a little step up thing or whatever for him. And because he's getting old, he can barely jump up on the bed anymore. Yeah. And I ain't lifting him up. I'd have no, to. No, I wouldn't. He's I'd too have, heavy. I'd have to have you do that. <laughs> And then if he farts, it burns your nose. Anywho, so we were talking about today. Um, actually, I seen an interesting article. Oh gosh, some people are just weird. Listen to this. This trucker, right? He calls for a locksmith. Okay. The locksmith comes and opens a guy's truck, and he because he doesn't want to pay for the locksmith to come and open his truck up. It says 31-year-old Eric Mejia was arrested for the death of 55-year-old Guillermo Duran on December 29th in El Paso County, Colorado, along Interstate 25. According, listen, this is according to a news um Majea refused to pay Duran for his locksmith services after he opened the lock to his semi-truck and instead ran Duran over with his rig. And then, guess what? He went down the road and made his first delivery like it was nothing. How weird. That's horrible. So, I mean, a guy had a family and everything, right? And you, you know, if you're a bad trucker, please throw your CDL away. I, and, and listen, let me tell you how you know you're a bad trucker. If you could, <clears throat> excuse me, if you could without a blink, just kill somebody because you don't feel like paying them. Run but, them over with your tractor and trailer. I'll be honest with you, though. The story, I, it almost sounds like there's got to be more to that story. I mean. Doesn't it? Well, here's the thing. If, you know, first of all, the guy unlocks the door. The other guy climbs up in, shuts the door. Probably locks it so that the locksmith can't, you know, like quick get him. But it takes a little bit of time. I mean, at least a minute to start your truck, get it in gear, and start pulling away, right? Yeah. In the meantime, the locksmith, what's he doing? Climbing up on the catwalk, trying to get in, getting back down, going in the front saying, stop. I mean, if it was moving towards me, I probably would go around. But still, that I don't know how he would have ran him over. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, it's not computing. It's well, let's put it this way: 
you re- you you didn't stick around after you went over them, so it wasn't an accident. No, no, it was actually <laughs> extremely horrible. It's 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 vehicular manslaughter. I mean, that's something that you done purposely. You really, honestly, you went and did it because you didn't stop it. Look, I know truckers have a bad day, but you know that's going a little too far. So, but anyways, I guess we'll we'll. Uh, well, maybe try to get an update on that one. You know, there may something may come out of it. See if we can find the actual whole story. Yeah, let's move on. Moving on. So, you know, what I wanted to talk about more than anything today is recently, as recent as a week ago, that gigantic, crazy winter storm. Storm of the century. You know, last I read it was, now I read it the other day, it was 35 people dead, but you just told me how many, how many total people have died from that? 61 nationwide. Now, I don't know if any are truckers, but you were showing me that video and people were buried under like 14 foot of snow in some areas. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it's, it's really bad. It was like 39 people died in, um, Buffalo area. Mm-hmm. Out of that, 17 of them were for car crashes. The rest of them were people found outside. Yeah. Most of them froze to death. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the temperatures dropped drastically. Like it was really fast, wasn't it? In Denver, Colorado, it dropped from like 46 degrees to six degrees within like a half hour, 40 minutes, something like that. You know, I knew, I I, I tell you, that's what I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about a survival kit. Take notes. Yeah. I wanted to talk about, let me just check something out here. Well, while you're checking that out, I'll let them know. In um, South Dakota, there was a truck stop that literally had 70 plus semis underneath Snow drifts and snow that just piled up there at the truck stop. What, what state was that in? South Dakota. And I think they were there like for like four days, five days. That was from the storm, right? Yeah. So this uh, trucking company in North Dakota that I used to talk to a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember a story Steve told me. He was the owner's son. Mm-hmm. He's. He was telling me about this driver that he hired from Florida. This was in January. No word of light. The guy shows up in North Dakota in shorts and flip flops. <laughs> now, I'm not making fun of the flip flops, but I am saying January in North Dakota, I mean, the shorts, and the guy didn't have a winter coat with him. And Steve actually went out and I think got him a jacket. Well, now listen, this is, what I'm getting at is, this is part of this little thing here. Mm-hmm. Okay. The survival. We, we, wanted to, we wanted to give our version of a survival kit. Um, and I, I know some of you guys are out there going, well, we know what the hell to bring. Well, I mean, Evidently, that one didn't. Yeah, people, people do dumb things. And, and let's start with these drivers in the South. You Florida drivers, Georgia, Carolinas, Alabama. All you drivers, and I understand some of you guys are Southeast regional, even local drivers. Mm-hmm. But last week in Northern Florida, it was 18 degrees. It's cold here. For three days in a row here, it was in the 20s. And we're we're near Tampa. So with that being said, you just never know what's going to happen and when you're going to find yourself broke down and in need of, you know, survival a survival tactic Mm -hmm. and you know for example okay you're in florida but and you may not be stranded in snow but you may be on a back road somewhere your truck breaks down and 
you have no power. You just things can happen, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you find yourself in a situation where you're freezing your butt off. Eighteen degrees will will uh, will hurt. Can make you sick. Can hurt. Can kill you. So you know, don't don't avoid. Everybody should have a survival a survival kit. You told me just the other day that hypothermia starts at ninety seven degrees. The body temperature is ninety eight point six. That's and I forgot about that. I'm glad you remember. No, I'm not forgetting that one because I'm all, I, right now. If you take my temp, I'm probably like ninety seven point four. Yeah, you're cold. I am. Get my winter woman socks on and all. Yeah. No, but seriously, hypothermia starts at ninety seven degrees. Um, this is according to a doctor. Uh, let me see. What do I got here? Survival kit. Okay, so <laughs> take it serious, guys. Whether you're a local guy, you're over the road guy, you're away from home, you want to be able to stay warm. Um, how to survive. So, survival kit. My mind's not on anything today. He's been up all night. Yeah. Now, here's what it says. I, and, and you know how people say it gets colder in a car or a truck in the winter than the outside? And so I looked it up, and according to answers.com, it says, yes, it does. It says it's because the metal of your car truck conducts cold, so it keeps the car truck um, as cold as it is outside at the coldest point. So they call it the freezer effect. Hmm. You know, um, your, your car or your truck staying in that. Now, I will tell you, though, if it was like... If you have like nasty, nasty wind, right? That wind chill is you got to know different situations. To me, if there's no wind and it's like twenty degrees, you know what they told my dad when he was in the Air Force? Because mm. he was stationed in South Dakota. They told he was just telling us this story. He was hunting with us. He said they told us they told us do not stay in your vehicle because of the temperatures going down and down and down. He said they said start ripping out your seats. And and siphoning your gas or whatever, and use it to start burning stuff on the outside of the vehicle. It doesn't matter. You're, if you're stuck somewhere in an isolated area, start and hope that someone's going to be able to rescue you. Because if your vehicle's broke down, you need to somehow get heat on you, and so you want to kind of burn slow. Um, that's what he was told to do. I'm not. <laughs> watch. We'll get a call from like JB Hunt or something. Hey, one of our drivers started ripping out the seats and burning it the other day, and they told us they got it off Talk CDL. <laughs> well, we're, I was, we're suing you. <laughs> here's what I was thinking, though. Um, nowadays, they make a lot of fire retardant materials. Well, I'm just. And I don't know. Well, back when Dad went to. Uh, you're overthinking it. Yeah, I am. You really because are because there's <laughs> stuff in your in your vehicle that will burn. Have you not seen the car fires all the time that that are out there? Yeah. Vehicles I mean, burn up. Yeah. I'm sure you dip anything in gas, it's gonna burn. I promise you. Um. So, anyways. Um. Okay. So, little survival kit. Okay. And some of this stuff is obvious. Okay. Um. Extra blankets. You know, now look, I just camped and it was, it was only 55 degrees. I looked, but we camped outside. I didn't camp inside the tent. We had a tent, but I didn't go in the tent, but it was 55 degrees. Well, let me tell you something. When you get out of your sleeping bag to go to the bathroom in the woods and the dew is dropping on you, that sucks. 
So guess what I had with me? I took my weighted blanket. And you get under a weighted blanket. It's a 20-pound blanket. You get underneath that thing, I'm going to tell you something. You stay warm. I stayed, I'm, like I said, it was only 55 degrees, but I was I was really toasty warm. What? what I was laughing? wondering where the blanket went. I didn't yeah, know you took it. I took it with <laughs> like, me. It feels lighter tonight when I'm sleeping. Now, listen, you guys in the South take this serious. Winter coats. Keep gloves, boots, warm socks, and winter coats. I don't care if you have a little duffel bag in your truck. This is your survival kit. Right. You should have something, at least a duffel. You can have the room for something like that. I said it was 18 degrees in Florida the other day. What if you were broke down for four hours? Wouldn't you have wanted to be toasty? You know, especially if you're I in like a day cap. toasty sometimes. Yeah. Put, put this stuff in your truck, trust me. Hand warmers. You guys know what a hand warmer is? Go on, on, on Amazon and check out hunting hand warmers. All they are is little packets. You shake them up. And I'm going to tell you something. Stick one, like, in your hoodie on your, like, near your belly. You, it'll, it'll make you sweat. You Get put it near it, your core or your feet. Yeah, and they're actually, they stay forever. So put a couple of those in your, in your, in your little survival kit. Guys, I'm I'm serious about this. Some people are out there going, only an idiot shouldn't you know wouldn't know that. Well, guess what? There's a lot of people that that don't take this stuff in consideration. Of course, there's not. Okay, you ready for this one? Check mm-hmm. this out. Couple metal coffee cans and candles. If you want to stay in your vehicle, a candle will warm your vehicle up. Mm-hmm. Now it won't warm it up super good. I got some stats here. It's kind of interesting, actually. According to HealthyJournal.com, heat is measured in British thermal units, BTUs. One single candle produces 75 to 85 BTUs. So think about this. If you're in your tractor trailer, right, and you had a dozen candles going, I'm serious. It don't cost you crap to buy a candle. Buy a bunch of candles, light them. I guarantee you, it's not going to be that cold in there. It's it's not going to be super toasty warm, but you get a you get about a couple candles going on the floor. You know, nice level spot. Make sure you're careful, obviously. And uh, it may mean the difference between, you know, you not getting sick and freezing your tail off. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think. I think that, that you have to have something cracked because I think the um, the candle burning will take away some of the oxygen. So I think you need to have a, like something cracked enough to where there is a fresh supply of oxygen coming in. Mm-hmm. Healthy Journal says if your if your rig or car breaks down in the cold weather, a small candle lit inside the the vehicle provide a surprising amount of light and most importantly warmth. Any candle will do, but tea lights. Do you know what they are? Mm-hmm. You do? Mm-hmm. Are they those little flat ones? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the little tea lights, you could put a hundred of them in, in a little box or more. You can get them in a hundred to a box. But they said according to, they said um, tea lights, where is it at? I lost where I was at here. It says they, they, they seem to be tidier and have added advantage that they don't take up much space. So they're actually supposedly... Are, are more effective, the little tea lights. Hmm. Yeah. I think 
also they say if you have a metal coffee can, right, and that kind of warms up, and then that, that that throws off heat too, like an old. I could, I could see that. Yeah. So think about it. If you had like an, an a bunch of candles in the bottom of a of a Folgers can or whatever, and believe it or not, most of these guys are never gonna face freezing like that. But how many people died last week? 61. 61 people. I mean, think about that. It's um, It can happen, guys. And, and uh, you know, every year somebody somebody dies out there, mm-hmm. freezes, breaks down. Oh, yeah. Down. I mean, it happens. It happens. You can't. They wouldn't make the those emergency blankets, those those silver blankets. They wouldn't make those kind of things if it's something that doesn't happen. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, look, we care. And again, you know, every, like I said, every time we do a podcast like this, you get somebody that's laughing because... I'm sure there are. Be- there are some people that don't think that people need to know this. Because they're the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. And, and because they know all about this, they think everybody else should. Mm-hmm. And not everybody prepares for this stuff. Some people need to be reminded. Guys, you know, take a damn coat with you. You know? get. So anyways, moving on with uh, the survival kit, candles are actually... A very oh, and for all you guys that don't smoke out there, you might want to have matches with you, or it's true. get a little bic lighter. They're at every little checkout part of at Walmart. Throw one of them in your truck. How about a portable phone charger? We have a couple of them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you go into Walmart, I think the one that I have it says it'll charge. It'll do ten charges or something like that. So something like that. I don't remember what it is, but you know, you could charge yeah, your phone a, completely at least twice. Yeah, I think this one's a 10. I bought it specifically for that. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it's a portable phone charger. It'd be nice to have your phone. Um, there's actually portable heaters that plug into the to the uh, little ash. The cigarette? Cigarette lighter. I don't know if they call it that anymore, but, but the little power unit. Um, the only thing you risk running down your battery, unless, of course, you have an APU. That doesn't, you know, that's that's running. Mm-hmm. Um, food and water, definitely water. And and you guys, seriously, buy a case of Snicker candy bars or, you know, some canned foods. I tell you what, canned the little Campbell's bean soup, yeah, stuff like that. Anything you don't have to heat up, yeah. Something you can just crack if you're, open if you've drug out your passenger seat and you have it on fire and you're. You, you got a little fire that you could actually cook some of the food with. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're ripping your seat out and and burning it, you know that's right. Heat up your can. Um, and, and you know that's that's the uh, that's the. Um, he was up all night keeping the fire going. He cannot focus. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm just saying that's pretty much. My little version of a survival kit, but there's there's other things you know. Yeah, you want a flashlight. It, me personally, I'd have a gun in there. You know, if I had to get out and walk, I'd have my pistol with me and and uh, a flashlight. A f- absolutely, I'm gonna tell you something. What's even better than a flashlight? The headlamps. That headlamp was good. His hand, headlamp that he has, we're shining a flashlight in our backyard, and it would only go so far. He puts the headlamp on, and it. Would, like way past there and it would like zeroed in better. Yeah, I forget the candle power, but a headlamp being the little strap. You can buy them in Walmart, Home Depot, and all you do is strap it onto your head. And um, 
now your hands are free and they're usually LED so they last quite a bit a long time and mm-hmm. some of them are actually rechargeable the one I the one of the ones I have is rechargeable so I would tell you guys light to me handgun if you're if you're if you like carrying if I'm going to be broke down and I'm going to be walking I'm I'm going to have my gun with me they have those um what's those packets of food that's that like the rations so I was thinking rations but you know, honestly, they're gross. They're gross. But, you know, you start eating them, you don't have to poop. Just saying. It's true. You don't have to poop for a while, so you don't have to worry about trying to squat out in the out in the cold weather. <laughs> and you all, all you guys and gals that think Ruth Ann's the little cutie on the show, um, poop talk by Ruth Ann. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, I mean, she, being, it's, it's being real. I mean, she was a mother, so, I mean... She knows what it's like to clean lots of poop. <laughs> Anyways, listen, this is this is serious stuff, though. I mean this sincerely. Um, uh, get yourself some form of a survival kit. Everybody should have it. Just compact it down to a, a, a backpack, but have your and toilet paper. That's another thing. So you don't have to poop when you eat the rations. Speaking of poop, right. <laughs> and and if you really want to go further, get a little packet of those little wet wipes because they're better than toilet paper. I mean, one one wipe, one swipe. But anyways, that, that would be in my survival kit. Honestly, food, water, obviously, um, candles, my pistol, candle or the, the flashlight, the headlight, um, extra jacket, Little packets of warmers, boots, everything. I'm telling you. And I, I, I wouldn't care if I was driving in only Florida. I would have them in my truck just because you never know. And it prevents. Hey, what's what's the uh, an ounce of prevention? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you can, you can vacuum pack the clothing and stuff like that. So if you got a, a, one of those little boxes the size of like, um, they're like those little file boxes. That you can see um, the paper, reams of paper come in it and stuff like that. Just one of those size boxes. You can vacuum pack your your jacket and most of the other stuff, the, the cloth material. And then if you put the other stuff in there and you just kind of categorize it like, you know. Look, guys, we care. I mean it. I mean, we, we really do care about you drivers. And, and we definitely don't want to see anything happen to you guys. And the... The more prepared you are out there, you know, being out there on the road is no joke. It's really not. I mean, we you face a lot of stuff, you guys. You know, we've been talking about it for years. Um, be prepared, you know. Be be ready for cra- the 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 worst part about when you think about this. If you're not prepared that night that you're freezing and shivering, you're going to say to yourself, I you know, wish. No, well, you, you'll be saying to yourself, all it would have taken was me, you know, getting a bag together and having it in my truck. Why the hell don't I? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, while I was away hunting this, this past day, last night, I'm sitting there at camp and I look at my phone, I'm down like 30 some percent and I did not have my charger with me. And guess what? There wasn't a charger in my truck. So I wasn't prepared. I was like, what the hell? Why? I told you to get it. And you said, I think it's in my bag. Yeah, exactly. All I'm saying is, you you know, make sure you have a list and check off the list. 
put it in the truck and you're all ready to go, you know? Yep. Yep. You know, I promise you, you'll be very happy if you, if you ever use, you know, the best thing is that you never have to use that survival kit. Mm -hmm. That's the, the best thing is you, you, you finish your career and you write to me and you go, Hey, Troy, you know, you told me to get this survival kit years ago and I never had to use it. And then you say at the end, thank you. And I guarantee you, if you have to use it, you'll really say thank you. Yeah, I would. Yes. So anyways, Ruthann, I just want to tell everybody, uh, you know, we're going to be live again. I'm telling you this on New Year's. We're going to be live and uh, I'm going to say Happy New Year then. But you're going to be hearing this podcast Sunday, which is uh, the very first, January 1st, 2023. And so let me officially say from Talk CDL to you and your families, we really wish you guys to have a happy and very safe new year in 2023. Very true. Ruthann, that is the podcast. Do you have the word? The word of the day from Word Genius. We haven't mentioned them in a while. Word Genius is where Ruthann gets this from. And it's a very it's a free site. They're not one of our sponsors. But if you go to Word Genius and uh, I guess sign up on their site. They will send you a word every day, one you probably never heard of, and it might make you smarter. Ruthann, what's the, what is the word? I just thought of a song when you did that. Word is the bird or whatever. Yeah, bird it's is an word. old okay. song. Anyways, this is the word today. Melomaniac. Do it one more time. Melomaniac. 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 Nice. What do you think it is? Well, it's, I, I'm going to be honest with you. When you say the word, when you, it sounds like a compound word, mellow maniac. It's, that's an oxymoron to me because Ooh. most maniacs are not mellow. <laughs> so I have no, not even close of an idea. And it probably, neither word probably means, does mellow mean mellow? And does maniac mean maniac? I have no idea. Well, mellow is not spelled the same way okay. in this. So that doesn't make it a compound. If it was M-E-L-L-O-W, like mellow that way, yeah. then maybe. Then maybe. But it's not spelled that way. It's M-E-L-O-M-A-N-I-A-C. So what does mellow maniac mean? A person who loves music. Ha-ha. Wow. Surprise. Okay. <laughs> Listen, once again, guys, Happy New Year. And... uh Keep writing in. We really love the we love the emails that we get. We absolutely love the videos. We love the pictures. We love the questions that you guys send to us. And uh, we thank you so much for um, seven years now of Talk CDL Trucking Podcast. And Lord willing, we'll put in another seven years minimum, Ruthann. If he survives his hunting trips. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.